your host Kareem Mayweather. How you feeling? Thanks for tuning in, checking us out. As always, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. We're coming at you every Wednesday right here on YouTube or wherever you tap in uh, to your podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Excited to get in. Uh, before I even get to the guests, let me just get through all of our announcements and housekeeping. We're brought to you by Dr. Jonathan Bradboy and Fortitude, our first sponsor. Shout out our sponsors. Uh, we have our retreat coming up in February uh, in near Boston, Massachusetts for any man that's looking to go deep to connect with themselves and to connect with other men. Uh, this whole space is about us being a safe space to discover ourselves, learn ourselves, love ourselves and each other. And this is one aspect of that. So, Dr. J, thank you so much. Um, and thank you all who have been with us for, uh, I guess, what, this first season of the pod. Thanks so much for leaving the comments. Thank you for all the likes. Thank you every week. We see the, the numbers going up. Y'all are sharing. Y'all are telling us what you want to hear, what you want to see. We're going to keep doing what we think is right, but we do love checking in with the fam. Uh, and it feels really good. So I appreciate that. Now, with that said, uh, our guest for the the last episode of this year, 2023. Um, I don't know when this is going to come out, but that's what it is for us. This is a good brother, uh, mentor, somebody I look up to a lot of cancer, brother, businessman, entrepreneur, professor, father, um, and a lot more. Got his hands in a lot of things and does them all with excellence, does them all with an open heart. Um, and we'll also check you if needed. I got uh, Dr. Carlton Mackey with me, uh, Black Men Smile, and many other things. Peace, welcome, brother. Yo, what's good, man? Am, am I wrong? Was that no, incorrect? You're not, but the fact that you went there, she did, she did catch me off guard. No, man. Yeah. Well, welcome. That, that means I um I care a lot about you. Yeah, you, for sure. You said that. <laughs> Definitely will get checked if you if it needs to happen. But you also, I've seen you, I've seen you love, I've seen you just open your heart and invite a lot of people to a lot of wonderful opportunities. Yeah. Um, so thank you for that. And yeah, we're going to get into, we're going to get into a lot and I can't wait for you to share some of your wisdom, your insight, your observations. But before we do that, we start every pod with just a check-in. Um, so if you've been following and if it's your first time, just follow me, you'll be fine. You're just going to close your eyes if you can. If you're at work, uh, if you're supposed to be doing something else, please focus on that and come back to this part when you when you uh, can, or just do as deeply as you can. We're gonna relax. If you're sitting down, just get as relaxed as possible. Relax your jaw, relax your face, relax the eye muscles. We're gonna take a deep breath in for five seconds. We're gonna hold at the top for five seconds. We're gonna breathe out for five seconds. And we're gonna hold at the bottom for five seconds. And we'll do that a few times. I will snap to keep count. And so you just follow along. Uh, in three, two, one, deep breath in through the nose. And hold. And out. 
and hold. And in. And hold. And out. And hold. And in. Hold. Out. Blow it all out. Hold. And breathe in regularly. Find a regular breath. Bring some life back to your fingers, to your wrists, to your cheeks. <sighs> Open your eyes. And then for our check-in question, um, if you could encapsulate this current season of your life as any type of meal, what meal could represent the season of your life and why? It could be breakfast, lunch, or dinner. It doesn't matter. It could be your favorite snack. Hmm. Um, but what type of meal is it and why? Oh, man. I, I uh, Maybe metaphorically, because I think I'm in a period of growth, I'll, I'll say breakfast. Okay. Um, I think that where I am right now, it's a balanced breakfast. <laughs> we, got, uh, we got some proteins. We got some grains, some uh, maybe some oatmeal or some granola, some good juice. Um, but I think that <clears throat> right now I'm in a period of it's from here that much will come. It's it's from here at this phase that I feel like I'm being prepared mm. for something great. Mm. So um, I'm not at lunch, um, certainly not at dinner. I'm I'm at the beginning. At the beginning, breakfast. Yeah. Breakfast of champs. Okay. Yeah. For me, let me see. I don't remember the name of this place. I think it's Michael's. It's in Boston, Massachusetts. And they sell cannolis. Hmm. But it's uh and it's really famous, but it's a cultural piece. Like we have a bunch of them here in Atlanta. And uh the unwritten rule is that you don't wait in line. You just kind of make your way to the front and you get somebody's attention and you order. But if you don't know that, you kind of can just sit there lost for some time. Some people get frustrated and leave. And that's part of the whole thing. Huh. It's like you have to you have to somehow find out uh, that this is the way. Mm -hmm. And that's how I feel right now. Like uh, people experience of me right now uh, sometimes feels like really misunderstood. They just don't understand like how I'm coming or why I'm coming this way or whatever, but it's like, but for those who can get it, they can get it. Whoever got ears to hear, and I just gotta be okay with that. Like those who know, they're coming right up to the front, they know what they wanna order, bing, bang, and we got it. Uh, and for everybody else, it's like, I don't have I don't have it in, I don't have it right now to catch you up. You know, yeah. maybe somebody in the audience can or something. Uh, I'm feeling that energy a lot right now, but, if you can get it, you're gonna get a bomb ass cannoli. It's super mm. sweet. It's so great. <laughs> you know, uh, that's where I'm at with it. So that's our check in, and we'll check out at the end 
Um, anything else you want to share just about how you're feeling in your body, in your heart, in your space, anything you're present to at this moment before we start diving into the who, what's, and why's? Yeah, man. Um, maybe just as an extension, I feel like I'm making room. Mm. I'm making room. Uh, you, you, you are catching. This podcast is being filmed at a time of the year where, you know, things are coming in some ways to a, to a close mm-hmm. and the expectation of something there is there is an expectation of something great that's to come though so when you pulled up you say you were cleaning your basement i just want to i just want to ask you do you feel like when you are how do you respond when you have a real expectation of something great happening um i guess we dive right into the podcast because uh i i i have to say that i've had to learn how to deal with fear um, I am constantly grappling and it, and it may come as a surprise to people because you know how we show up in the world and yep, you, yep. you describe and I receive everything you said, bro, like performing, um, delivering at a high level. Okay. Let's say, I, let's just say I'm like, bet that's true. Yep. Bro, before anything great comes, the, I, the greater the expectation, the greater my knowing of yeah. how amazing it's going to be, the more I have to, I, I have had to learn to manage fear. 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 I Even, even with the, conv- probably more so, the more certain that I know it's going to be dope, but the more certain that I know it's going to happen, it's almost like I'm sometimes terrified. T- terrified. Terrified. And you got to go anyway. Got to go anyway. So what does that look like? Because we we speak about that a lot. Um, I've always said fear has been my greatest uh, inhibitor in my life. And then learning that like the fear never had to leave. I just had to learn how to do it mm-hmm. regardless um, has has helped. But how, how can someone start the practice of confidence, of uh, standing in their truth, of preparing for great things in it? So not just expecting because that's what i see a lot is like people saying like oh especially in the new year this year gonna be my year this year yeah. it's like but you're actually cleaning and making room and preparing mm. for space uh what does it look like to start that practice for people to go like all right you're afraid this is how we start to confront those things um what does that look like for, for one it looks like um remembering um looking back at the things you've already either overcome or the things you've yep. already, yep. Uh, the success you've already had. Also, remembering that this ain't your first time being afraid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I like remembering that you felt this before. And for me, um, it it doesn't speed up the process per se, but the more acutely I feel that. For me, it's kind of a motivation in a weird way yep. because I'm like, yep. man, the last time you felt it like this, oh, that's when you gave it, birth to yeah, the magic came. That oh, the last time you felt it like this, oh, that's when Blackman's smile was created. Mm-hmm. Or you know, it's um, yeah. So so remembering, uh, remembering what you've overcome and remembering how you've triumphed, remembering those feelings. 
And uh, I, I think maybe a secret um, would be to get to to prepare you for to move forward would be to um, to give yourself permission to feel it. <sighs> to give yourself permission to feel that. To feel it. Yeah. The whole like, way through. Um, I think what I'm better at now isn't squel isn't what what I what I thought arriving would be. <laughs> I thought arriving would mean not having that feeling. Right. I thought that as I progressed, I would just not have that feeling. Yep. Now I think that progressing is about my ability to lean into it. Mm. Um, I feel like I am now, this morning, this last week, I feel like. I've it. I am. I am further along. I am more mature. Not because I've been able to not have that feeling anymore. And that. And that, that's what I used to yeah, think. For sure. I was like, man, okay, at some point, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna just now. I, I like once I was feeling it today. I was like, you know what? What What am I doing differently at 45 that I, that I didn't do? And I think I was like, oh, this is what I'm doing differently. I'm like, I'm feeling. Just, I, I just just allowing myself to, to feel, feel it. it that 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 has been the mark of my progression yeah it has not been and sometimes i'm you know i used to be embarrassed about i'm like man yo when are you gonna at what point are you gonna mm -hmm. like not have to go through this and i don't think it's that i think it's just now i lean, I lean into it. i don't i don't say bring it on but i just i allow myself to feel it yeah and i allow myself to remember and i allow myself to um to be fully present to both um, those feelings of fear and that feeling of pushing through it. I'm, I allow myself to be present to that as well. Is that, you? would you say that's self-motivated for you or at times is it externally motivated? Like, do you have people who speak into you at times when you need it um, or is it primarily just some, something you found inside? You know, it's a, it's a combination of both. I mean, um, I, there is no way I could sit here and say with any truth whatsoever that I, that I am a person who lacks, um, people who've seen and spoken into me. I mean, I'm sitting here right now, yep. you know, you, you are a person who has looked me in my eyes and said things that I've, I found wildly encouraging. You, you are a person who has seen me at different stages in my life. And, and just as you opened, you know, you offered me a, a gift and, um, so that is real for me. But also there is a, um, I, I have come to understand myself as an introvert, um, which is shocking to some people because they, they, they associate introvert with just, they, they think that um, introvert is a synonym for shy. Um, or, but, but more it's where I draw my power yeah, is, yeah. it's where recharge, yeah. recharge mm -hmm. is wearing out. So to answer your question about is it external or is it internal, it, it is certainly I get that motivation from other people. And I can name some people who were just kind of who have motivated me along the way. But um it is also very true that um 
there is a there is something um there is spirit there is um i am being called um and i am learning to say yes and yeah. um, it, it's in that process of saying yes over and over that to that which is coming up literally up out of me it's um that man i completely understand that is is why i have to say it's both yeah um, and it's um learning how to say yes to it um is also it is also a process it's 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 part of the process that that I've incorporated into my my life and my success of just um uh, listening for and being attentive to that beckoning and um learning how to respond to it i think i love how you're describing it's like listening and learning yourself as a continual practice oh, and dance um and then it's so hard to say in a tangible form what that unction is in you that's constantly pulling because even as you say like i'm preparing for something great there are people i know who would look at you and what you've already manifested out into the world and go it's already great yeah, well, and <laughs> i, I had a I conversation like that the other day actually. and i'm not hearing you say that it isn't you're just saying you're you're at the start of something really great and the amount of faith it takes to see that which can't be seen and hear that in your own self and in my practice, what I've learned is be in relation to all of the noise that can be surrounding me all the time, just the incessant talking and television and being at all these events and just like constant going, 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 that it can get hard for me to just hear my own voice. Mm. Um, and one of the differences with myself now is like I practice what feels good. So I know when it doesn't feel good. And when I get nervous, I like to remind myself like, oh, I'm, I think I'm just excited. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want this to go well. I, I give mm -hmm. a fuck about mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is good. This is, uh, cause that fear, whatever you want to call it, like that helps us run longer, mm -hmm. go further, dig in harder. And if I'm trying to squash that or avoid that because it feels nicer, maybe safer to be in a different energy, it's like I never get to see how great I can I can be. Um, I never get to meet that challenge and see how strong I am or how long I can last. And I'm not here for that. Like, uh, so yeah, while I'm not asking life to like bring bring it on, do your mm -hmm. worst. It's kind of like that. Like, it's just like uh, I'm here for this, mm -hmm. um, and I'm expecting greatness of myself. Mm. And I push I place demands on myself every day. And so I show up to it every day. And there are some days I don't feel like going for a run and I'm still going to run because I'm trying to see how great this body can be. I don't care how old it gets. Like, what else can I do? Mm -hmm. um, and what else can I bring out? And I just think that that's important. I found more magic in that than trying to, like, 
therapize my anxiety away mm-hmm. um, or chase these outside medicines, whatever, you know, women drink, whatever it is to numb it. It's like, no, let me feel it. Let me sit through it. And this is when I'm the most dynamic, when I'm the most magnetic, when I'm the most on fire is when I'm in tune with myself. And often that takes sitting still. Hmm. <sighs> yeah. I, um, you said something that I actually, I want to go back to, you know, you were talking about, um, eliminating the distractions yep. essentially. Yep. And I, I am, I both could not agree more and I have an interesting relationship or kind of, come on, uh, share, uh, way to, share with, with distractions, um, but, uh, or with the noise. Okay. Um, so on one hand, um, my practice is a kind of <laughs> radical isolation. Like, and I talked about being an introvert. And, you mm-hmm. know, I'm, 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 I'm out there, but I also, um, you, I mean, you, you can't get no more <laughs> in the house than me. Um, so. And at the same time, I won't even go into all that. I, what, I, what I'm really trying to get at is the counter to that. And what I found is that as a as a person who's sensitive, um, come on, man, um, it has been in my listening and in my opening myself up to some of the noise, but not the noise. I mean. We have to parse out the difference yep. between distractions, yep. but but let's just say sometimes it's my listening to the news, it's my scrolling and seeing patterns and what I'm hearing people say. It's in my deep observations of the things that are breaking my heart, or that are giving me joy, or that are giving other people joy, um, or that I'm just witnessing all around me. That my sensitivity to that it's out of that place that I often birth the projects that are the most successful. Yeah. Um, and, you know, a lot of my work is at the intersection of art and. So I, I, I so many of the projects that I've done, so much of the work that I do is really at the intersection of art and social justice or art and ethics or um, art and. And what I've, what I'm doing almost at every turn is feeling deeply, hearing and seeing and being present to quote unquote the noise and um, feeling either the heartbreak or the confusion or the anger or the whatever it is, feeling that and seeing other people feeling it and, 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 and not as much as I want to actually, not being able to ignore it. Um, and it's it's because I don't because I can't ignore it, and it the volume becomes so loud inside of my brain and in my heart and in my consciousness. I'm and, and I'm I'm I am often seeking to quiet that, mm. and it's in the process of trying to to quiet it that. Um, for me that I end up creating things like that are in direct 
response to. So Black Men Smile, for example, was was <clears throat> it was because you know, I was talking to someone the other day. I'm gonna go back to the Black Men Smile story, but but um I was talking to someone the other day and they were basically saying, like, man, you got to you got to turn that off. Like you, 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 you if you keep if you keep taking that in, you gonna you know you're gonna go crazy. Yeah. You know? Um and that's actually how Black Men Smile was created. I was I was going crazy, man. Like I it was a month after Mike Brown was was killed. I remember. Um, I was over consuming. And I have this habit, which is now now why I can't I can't watch certain videos. Yep. Um because I'll dream about them, I'll think about it, I'll see it in my head. She's like, all in it. It's 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 literally too much. Yep. Um and I know some people they can either they've become desensitized to it or they just have a different relationship to those type of things. But everyone's wired differently for me. But you're highly sensitive. Oh my God. And so <clears throat> Um, I, I I had I was beginning to feel and internalize um, the pain of seeing and 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 the whatever was happening in my brain of of trying to process seeing that man just laying out there in the street. Yeah. Um, and all of the the barrage of images uh, that were before and that came after him within short, very short periods of time of just you know more hashtags of people's names, more images, more. And um, what I needed was a place to find sanctuary. What I needed was a place to um, consume and to my response. What, 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 what became my response was to create a place for people to see themselves as something different. Yeah. Um, because I know what it was doing to me. I mean, I was... I was starting to feel depressed. I was starting to feel anxious. I was starting to like irrational thing. Like I, I had gotten to the point where I was like, man, it's it's is is it just inevitable that I'm gonna get you know killed, killed by yep. police? Like, yep. and I was like, the 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 numbers don't even add up to that. Like, honestly, but the consumption of it and, and that. um, so yeah, it was it was it was being it was tuning in actually that. I created something that gave that was for me first, and art I think is an offering. Whenever we create it from that place, it's an offering to the world. Um, it's it's to me first. I, I I often say that the best advice you can give someone are the words you need to hear yourself. Period. And um, sometimes, in many cases, um, it's tuning in. It's being touched and sensitive to whatever the things are that I'm over consuming that create the space for me to, I wake up sometimes and I'm like, this is what I have to do. Mm -hmm. This is what I need. And if I need it like this, and that's when I, that's when that fear kicks in. Yep. I realize that this is what I like, this is it. And I, and, and I start making the decision and I know exactly when it happens. I'm like, I'm going to offer this to the world. And it's gonna be great. Yeah. Does it start like a small idea and grow so you can't shut it up anymore? Or is it all enveloping all at once, like from that moment you wake up? Sometimes it comes in a complete package. Sometimes it's like this is what it's going yeah. to be. And you're just like, cool. Um, and I and and then I start and I know what I have to do first. I know what I I know I have to buy the domain. I know I have to. Mm -hmm. and, and but but how fear manifests is I'll do 
all kinds of other stuff to prepare me for the thing that really the first step is go do this, but I'll start folding my clothes. Well, I need to think about it more or I'll need to, I'll do all kinds of things because I'm, I'm going through that process yep, of being yep. a scary cat. Yep. Um, but the whole vision sometimes is right there. It's right there. It's like, this is exactly what it is. And this is exactly what you're supposed so to. So how long ago was Black Men Smile? 2014. 2014. A month after White Wow. Okay. And then from there, did you get to start being the professor after that? Oh, man. Um, I No, I, I, Black Men Smile was created while I was in Emory. Okay. Um, I... Oh two to oh five, oh six. Yeah, I started at Emory around oh seven. All right. Um, so I was there for you know five or so years um, when Black Miss Smile was created, and yeah, it was it was it was also this I this you're bringing up now what what I'm what I'm thinking about is is this idea of balancing. Mm. How do we um, balance multiple things that we're, you know, how do we honor our creativity while also um, honoring and doing things that may or may not fit seamlessly alongside it. And that doesn't have to be a job. It could be like your parenting. It could be uh, other ideas that you have it yep. could be what whatever it is but you know this, this idea you, you're you're reminding me or it could be other things that you're also passionate about um some people have a lot of creative ideas um like yourself and it's trying to how can you how can you balance and pursue multiple things at once and um sometimes things just call us right now and, yeah uh the time was right now Whenever it you know black it, yeah it was so um, we're actually coming up on ten years ten years twenty twenty four uh, yeah twenty fourteen to twenty twenty four that 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 hit me like a ton of bricks and I love that I love I love you pulling up to my crib one day to get some soil um, <laughs> that's another <laughs> for thing. the garden wow, man that's a, that's another place for me to to find balance but go ahead and yeah. I just I I just remember I had on my I'm healing shirt oh man. Um, and you had on one of my shirts and it was just great. And it was just like, look at these brothers. It's yeah. like, yo, I just need some good soil. I just so need I can, some good soil. <laughs> I was like, I got you, man. Pull up. Yeah. I was just like, man, the ancestors are happy about this right here. Yeah. Um, this is not for the gram. It's not for anything else. It's like, this is And we could have grammed the hell out of that yeah, moment. Yeah, we It was all kind of, you know, it was, it was, you know, brother, we had our teas. You had your, you had a whole homestead. Yeah. You had yeah. a, you was heavy on your mm-hmm. farm mode. You was teaching me about compost. Oh, it could have been. It was like, no, this is just my actual brother. Yeah, <laughs> Here you go. Just doing this. And, and okay, and get some dirt. But you helped me with you helped me that day. I had some time after because I think we I, I'm not sure if uh Black Boy Art Show had already started or what. Um but you were just sharing some of like why you supported um in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um and it was just the trust that was built. So it was like, here's this creative, here's this uh, but when the request for assistance was made and then the follow through was executed. It's like what it did for you to be like, I can get behind this. Um, and it just, I mean, it was like maybe a three sentence 
conversation, but it was a world changing mm. uh, type of moment for me. And so I'm so grateful for those type of things. And so when I'm talking about just listening, like mm. just living and listening, um, it was like, oh, if I just do what I say I'm gonna do. <laughs> do you know how big that part is? I learned. <laughs> I had so many reasons why things didn't go the way I would want them to go sometimes. You know, it's like, oh, well, I had every intention, but this and that. And it's like, no, if I'll take the hit, if there need, even has to be a hit and follow through on what I said I would do for somebody that's like putting their skin in the game as well, they feel a lot better about doing it again if I ever ask and, and share as opposed to like, yeah, something else was just like, I can't trust you. And if people can't trust you, it's like, there's no work to be done. Hmm. And then I mean that that's that that's it. And um showing up for yourself um means sometimes showing up to the best representative of yourself, which yeah. is your word. Yeah. That's a bar. That's a bar. Um yeah. Can I just say like what I love about the possibilities of this community is like, I didn't know how in survival mode I was in and my anxiety was so high functioning um, that in comparison to people in my sphere, I was like, I'm good. But then when I would connect with other high performers, top athletes, you know, these people doing their things, and the consistent feedback is like, hey, but you said this. Um, and being able to sit and go through long enough to actually confront it and deal with it as opposed to what I've seen is like the world is so big. I can just keep finding new suckers, you know, um, is what they call it. It's like, you just find somebody else. It's like, no, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to stay with this idea until I am healed, like until this part gets together. Because um, I'm preparing for something great. I'm preparing for greatness. And this shadow aspect is going to continue to put a splinter in my relationships um, that does not need to be there. And the only reason it's there is because I'm afraid, because I'm in constant survival mode. So I no, no, but I don't know if it's gonna be enough. And it's gonna be, and just uh, and that nothing grows that way. So every time it was some, it would be an opportunity for magnificent growth. I'm the one choking it out or ripping out the roots, um, and they're going, "How come nothing's growing?" And it's like, uh, so like, you know, it takes it takes time. At least for me, it took time. I'm a very slow developer. About some some things, I get way earlier than everybody else, and so I'm alone on that side. And then other times, it's like. Come on, man, you're 37 and you still don't got this. And it's like, well, I'm going to be here till I do. Yeah. Um, and I just appreciate that my community just kept showing up. Mm. I think that what, even in the midst of our failures, if you want to use that yeah. word, um, there are, there's a word called grace that mm -hmm. we, that that we have to extend toward ourselves, and that sometimes if we're lucky people will extend to us i think that we make it easier for people to extend us that grace not by not failing but by um 
showing up yeah for yourself again and again and again I'm, and I'm, again i'm reminded of a um i was sitting with someone else we were having a conversation um i didn't know exactly it was it was it was a an emory doctoral student who's doing a podcast for his um first doctoral okay. thesis and it was he was talking about resiliency and he asked me how would i define it and i and i paused and i, I said that i think that resiliency is is being willing to say yes to yourself over and over again even in the midst and even in the face of when you said yes the time before and you still messed it up yep um I think that people can extend you grace when you show resiliency toward going back and trying to do it right. It's not, you know, we've all botched all kinds of stuff. Like, yeah. But the reason we're sitting here right now isn't because I never messed up in our relationship, not because you never messed up in our, in, you know, as we were forming a relationship, friendship. It's, um, I think, you know, I can look at you and say, I've, I've always seen your resiliency. I've always I, I I'm I'm here to bear, bear witness to you still showing up in the midst of your mess mm-hmm. um and trying to get it right. Some people I think they don't want to show up to their mess and try to get it right. They want to they want to finesse. Fine- finesse and resiliency are not the same thing. Fine- finesse isn't confronting uh, your foolishness. Right. Uh, finesse is trying to sweep it under the rug and trying to make someone else think that you ain't do that. Yeah, and, and, and you know, you know so it, it's in ours. It's like no, bro, you did that. Don't, don't. Yep. So, so j- let, let's just talk about the fact that that happened. Let's talk about the 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 effect that it had, and you have an opportunity to address. You have an opportunity to be resilient. Not not even for me, but I think it's it's seeing um your yes to yourself again um that makes it it creates an environment where someone else can say yes to you. Should they but I think it that that also depends on the relationship that they have with showing themselves. Yeah, for sure. with, you know, um, for sure. So and 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 I think we're 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 an extension of that. But yeah, re- resiliency is um is being willing to say yes to yourself. You over brought up the over you brought up again. the grace to extend to ourselves. I've had a practice these last couple of months where I will say, in a very real way, especially when I'm I, when I'm getting feeling fear about confronting someone else, mm. and I'm going, "Is it me? Am I tripping? It, you know, shit, I kind of understand where they're coming from, maybe, but that's still blah 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 blah." And it's just like this is where I'm at with it. And I accept myself as I am. I love myself right now as I am. And I'm pissed off about this. Mm. And I deserve to be witnessed in mm. this. Period. And the I'm from the south side of Chicago. So when emotions get heightened, I've experienced a lot of loss. So my natural, it's like, I'm not a fan of that. I don't want to have to... Uh, get like that and so I don't have to get like that but what I'm experiencing what I'm feeling what I'm witnessing in myself is real 
And I don't have to betray myself mm. to be at peace. I don't have Ooh. to betray myself to, to honor myself. Um, and when I can do that, I can come with such an open heart because I've already accepted myself. I accept how I feel, whether you agree with me or not. It's like, mm. I accept that I'm here and I know that I've dropped the ball. I have, I have many times in many spaces and places and I have gotten second chances when I didn't deserve them. And I haven't gotten second chances when I did. And mm. that's not for me to decide. Like that's, that's in God's hands. What I will do is if I say, I love you, I'm going to show up. I'm going to hold myself accountable. I'm going to hold you accountable to the best of my ability. And whatever happens from there, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Because then, you know, it, it, you can deal with it. Yeah. Um, what what said some? What was the hip hop artist? Or you can't deal with what what you what you don't reveal. Like oh, uh, Jay. Jay yeah, said you um, can't hear what you don't reveal. Yeah. So at that point, the possibility of reconciliation is there. No one says that reconciliation or healing, um, as far as the severance between yep, two parties, yep. will happen. But the possibility is there once you. Come on, I love that. I love but it's not even possible if you don't. No, it's not at all. It, it's it's in, in, and it's not. You can't call that. Even, you can't even say this is a resilient friendship. Nope. Um, because you just finessing. You know what I mean? Yeah, you really touched me with this finessing stuff because Atlanta's full of finessers, bro. The most I'll be like, y'all out here. The most finestastic finessers. I'm talking. I'm about, talking about like smooth with. That's why it's called finesse. Like, and I'm like, bro, just come on. This is what this is what you just, said. This is what happened. These are the consequences. I really can fuck with you if we could just be real about this part. But it's like we can't even. And I, I remember growing up having really strong disagreements with my church about healing and it just churches in general. Because anytime I was sick, I wasn't allowed to say I was sick because then that meant like I didn't have believe or something. I was like, well, what am I being healed of if I'm not sick? <laughs> what are we healing there? It's like you are not sick. You are healed in the neck. Okay, I be I believe that I'm healed because I'm acknowledging I'm sick. I can't I can't even get better if I can't acknowledge something's mm -hmm. wrong. I'm not able to breathe. What am I being healed of? Yeah. Uh, and I feel like people are doing that in all types of areas of their lives. And it, for me, it comes back to that survival mode. Like we just. It's so scary to be seen in all of yourself, in all of your, it's like, you know, you said people don't want to come around and get it right. It's like people, I think people think they need to get right first and then try to come in. And it's like, no, it's in the living. Mm. I, I believe, at least that's what I've seen. It's in the living. That's when we sharpen each other. And if you, and if you here for that, if you're able to root down enough to let the winds like beat on you and get, like, that's who survives. Um, anything else is like, yeah, you can finesse and finesse and finesse all day long. And you, I mean, you just never get to grow into the majesty that you have the potential to be if you're always trying to shuck and jive and high five and pretend. Which makes me think about, um, kind of the role and function of, of, of therapy. If we can transition Come on, please. Um, it makes me think about, you know, Maybe I do have trust issues. Maybe I don't want to show up and, and be my most vulnerable. I want to be my most authentic, but maybe not my most vulnerable self um, in all situations. And for me, 
that's what therapy has been. It's the place where I can confront the things because I can hear and tell the brutal truth. Yeah. Um, I may not, it may take me time to get to the point to where I, I share literally everything, like my, my deepest inner workings um, with you. But I have to confront my deepest inner workings. Um, and what I found and the, the value in therapy for me is that um, I committed to showing up and telling myself the truth, allowing myself to hear to hear it, the truth, to, to get it out in that space. Um, and as ugly as it is, as weak as it may make me seem, as embarrassing as it may be, as um, unflattering as it may be to have a space. And it doesn't have to be that for me. Um, that's the vehicle. But, you know, I'm not I'm not I'm an advocate for therapy, but I'm not going to say that, you know, everyone has to use it the exact same yeah, way. You're not all, you know, um, no, but but I know that for me, that has been where I've been able to do what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, um, knowing that I, again, that difference between showing up as all of me um, at all times, in all places, uh, I don't send an agent, but I necessarily, but I, but, but I think we're all kind of curating our experience. We're, we're all um, showing up with the parts of us that, you know, we want exposed. Yeah. And everything's um, not for everybody. Right. So, yeah. um, but but what I found, though, is that even if you don't show all of yourself, let the parts of yourself that you show actually be you. Be you. So if you don't show 100 percent of yourself, let that 20 percent that you show be really you. Because what happens is if you if you even if in the little bit that you decide to show what if you, what you show is what you're trying to show because you're catering. You're trying to to present what you think is going to best match the other person. Then you're not showing up as really yourself. Yeah. And what I found is that um, whatever percentage of me that I'm deciding to expose, it is going to be 100 percent that percentage. And what that <laughs> I'm going to be I'm going to be 100 percent, 10 percent of myself. Yeah, for sure. Hey, you know, we'll but, take it. but what that does, though, is it. Is it gives permission to the person you're with or the people that you're with to do the same. And for me, that is how I've managed to, as an introvert, have such meaningful connections with people because I think people realize that they have permission. They can gauge what percentage they're gonna show up as, but they have permission to show up as whatever percentage- 100% of that. Of that, of themselves. And that's um, love. Yeah. That's, okay. Is that your secret to how you could be such a strong introvert and be involved in so many things? I think it is. I think it is. I think it's, um, I am 100% present to uh, other people. Um, maybe so much so that they, uh, that, you know, that they start affecting me because yeah. I'm, 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 um, and people seen heard, valued, and seen by that. And it makes them um, want to connect to that. But so that's what I offer. And that's what helps me be in all these different spaces. What I um, that's what I offer the people. What I do for myself is I don't show up fake. I show up um, 
in these different spaces, knowing or, or feeling like what parts of me do, do I want to show? I'm, I'm, I am selecting what parts of me do I want to show? What parts of me do I not? And that allows me, even as an introvert, to be able to be in this space, knowing that I'm okay offering this in this space. Yep. I'm at the High Museum of Art. I'm working with these people. They are not going to get anything fake, but they're not necessarily going to get the part of me that I show Isaiah. Yeah, yes, sir. They're not going to get the, the, the part of me that um, I might show someone else. They are, they are going to get the parts of me that I that I am deciding to offer in this space and that that I'm offering in this space. Um, and sometimes, you know, I, I may decide to be or the or the occasion may call for different parts of me to awaken and to offer into that moment, into that space. Um, and back to what I was saying in the beginning, that's also part of that calling that I'm always listening to. I'm always intuiting. What is the spirit asking of me in this moment in this right moment. now? Yep. How am I to show up in this moment right now? What is to be called out of me? How am I to respond in this moment right now that is going to, to, to maximize um, um, the presence of spirit's possibilities within me and the presence of spirit's possibility in this environment for the people that I'm called to be present with at that moment? I love, I, thank you for bringing that up. Uh, you mentioned the high, which is at the high. I know you're doing amazing things at the high. Can you share a little bit about what that was? I was on a, a wonderful date uh, <laughs> for the, for jazz night. I was trying to come to High Frequency Fridays, but mm -hmm. uh, it was jazz and it was it was bomb. Um, but yeah, what are you doing at the high, and how can we support and get? Yeah, to for it? sure. I, I I appreciate you asking me that. Um, so we were talking about Emory. I I spent 15 years of my career, in addition to all the other artistic endeavor. Actually, my my endeavors at Emory were art-based also, but I spent 15 years of my career at Emory. Um, and then a year ago in October, uh, I joined the High Museum for in a, in a new position, a new position for me, for sure, having spent 15 years at Emory, it was a, um, a new position, but also a new role at the High. No one, um, the position was essentially um, created for me. Um, you're, you know that saying, your your gifts will you make, make room for, for you. Yeah. So, um, Showing up as myself in the world um, caught the eye of leadership at the high and um, an opportunity for me to 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 serve that community as um, the official title is I'm the assistant director of education at the high. But um, in, in that role, I function as the head of community engagement and community dialogue. Um, one of the most outward facing things that that um has been launched since me being there is a program called you know you talked about high frequency friday mm -hmm. which is the first friday of every month yep. um it's a turn up it's an amazing social music experience yeah drinks um, djs all that. uh, yeah. beautiful people all that. that's the first friday of every month um the third Friday of every month is jazz yeah that's when i went and that's when you were mm -hmm. um there was no second friday of every month and since I've been there, we now have, um, and I, I lead with a team of great um, people, a second Friday program called Oasis. Um, Oasis is a program, um, second Friday of every month, and it is, the theme of Oasis is art, presence, and contemplative practice. Okay. Um, it leans heavily on kind of 
some of the skills that I that I that I bring and 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 my my interest and kind of you know I've been talking about spirit I've all these things um Oasis is an opportunity for um me to invite the community to with art with our amazing collection at the high um to do really four things. We've broken Oasis down into four major activations. One is a movement-based activation. We're proud to have a sponsorship with Lululemon. And um, so we have a movement-based, which is mo most of the time a yoga-based activation inside different spaces. In That's crazy, I love it. We have a um, sonic sound-based activation. So I've been able to bring in um, musical guests, sound healers, people, sound bowls. We had OK Cello perform just last week. Um, I see him all the time. All the, oh, oh, Corey is. I, I mean, is I'm just out with my boys playing ball. He's walking his dog. El Corey. Go, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the man. Yeah, yeah, that's him. <laughs> um, uh, we have an art making. Uh, every every month there's some type of art making activation, and I lead a conversation every month in the gallery. It's called Sing with Spirit, and it is an opportunity for me to bring in people from the community to um, reflect on a piece of art in the collection through the lens of their spiritual practice. Mm. I've had um, Taj Anwar on there. She she spoke from the through the lens of her um, Yoruba practice. I've had a Tibetan Buddhist monk. I had a Christian theologian. I had a Muslim. I had an imam. I had, you know, all people just speaking. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, we, we, they pick a piece of art. We they're not saying this is what this piece means. This is what the artist intended. From my from my vantage point and through the lens of my spirituality. This is what I'm my saying. My spiritual practice. I connect this piece of art to this aspect of my yeah. spiritual practice. And you guys have, I mean, at least for the, the Yoruba and the the Eva practice, like the the top floor with all the African yeah. people. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it was it was a it was a layup for um yeah for Taj, for Taj. yeah, yeah for because sure. she. You know, we walked around the whole museum, and then we went through the African, uh, the African collection. And she, and she, like, saw, this is for the she saw, she saw, she saw, she saw an, uh, an Ngungun. Yep. And was like, oh, say less, say less. Oh, say less. And and you know that was our, uh, I think she was our first guest. Wow. For our yeah, you first see, Oasis. It's changed. Know. It's that's the culture right there. Yeah. That's, and you know, I'm uh, I'm here. I'm like, you hired me, <laughs> so I'm bringing. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm bringing 100% myself. I'm bringing in Taj <laughs> off rip. You know, I'm bringing in, of course, like that's, yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, Courtney Brooks had Courtney Brooks last. Uh, Courtney was there the same, the second Friday. She was okay. there the, and, and um, she spoke. She we, she and I had a conversation on um, seeing the spirit, the same oasis that O'Corey was at. That's beautiful. I think. Um, I think it's important, at least what I'm gathering from this is like being able to listen, stay in tune, ride with the flow, trusting yourself, your true authentic self to make room for you. Like I don't think you ever sat down and said, you know what, I'm going to go get this position at the Hyde Museum and I'm going to, it's like uh, life happens and you're just ready to respond appropriately because you're doing the work to be able to how can I say, maintain and sustain the opportunities. Like it's not short circuiting because you're not finessing. Mm. Um, if you were, you wouldn't be able to, you wouldn't be able to sustain it. And then everybody would be talking and, and eventually everybody would know like, oh, you can't really, can't depend on him. He can't, but instead the opposite is happening. Um, 
And that's all I care about is like, can I sustain the opportunity? Can, can my system hold the weight and the magnitude of the energy of what's being asked of me? Mm. Um, I, uh, most of the great ideas that we have didn't just come to us. I, feel, I think they're, it's a frequency. It's just, it's like it's in the air and those who can tune in, get it. So we, to, for me, turned into that, but for Dr. Key, it turned into the village marketplace. Um, it's the same energy. It's the same idea. Her system was just in a different space and it, it came out in a different way, just like singing anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so can my system harness the energy of this idea, of this truth, of this love, of this gift? Um, and if not, am I willing to do the work to show up for myself every single day to grow my capacity? Am I willing to clear out the space and let go of the old things and the dead things, knowing that new and fresh is going to come? Uh, or am I going to keep sitting here and telling myself, like, one day it'll be different, mm-hmm. but I'm not willing to do shit different? Mm-hmm. Um, no, thank you. No, thank you to that. We say yes over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. We say yes, we say yes, we say yes, we say yes. And with that... I just want to ask anything else you got going on that the people can know about. How can they find you, contact mm. you if you're into that sort of thing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'd love to see everybody at Oasis second Friday. Um, yeah, uh, in the in the notes down below, we're gonna have a discount code for memberships for the high. I'm just kidding. Uh, Ooh, um, hey, uh, We'll talk we'll a bit. Talk we, yeah, that. we'll talk about that. Maybe yeah, we maybe, will. maybe, 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 we will. maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, 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 Jacket, yeah, is, yeah, you be um, looking good on the gram. Is uh something that I brought for you, my dear brother. Um, thank you. See, I can yeah. see this the black on black. Yeah, the so black on black. The, we got the logo right here, the crown and the smile. You know, and then on the back, you are the first guest to bring me a gift. We give every guest a gift. And we get, oh wow! You get yours off camera. I mean, we'll take a picture for this. It'll be after this. Okay. Uh, you're the first one. To, hey, to man. bring a gift, and so I'm, I appreciate I'm, I'm glad to be. I'm glad to be the first. I'm yeah. glad to be the first. But um, we are. We're about to celebrate ten years of amplifying the revolutionary power of Black Joy. We say that Black Men Smile, Black Joy is revolutionary, and we believe that it's revolutionary um, because of all it must resist, the ways that it must persist, and how it must insist. Are you just making this up right now? In order to simply exist. <laughs> nah, that's that, that's that, that's that's, that, <laughs> that's about go to now. I, I, I that will freestyle. I, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I but thought you just yeah, the but, I, but but I, but but um, I remember just thinking through that, man. Like you know, um, that's where we are. That's where we are with Black Men Smile. So I'd love for you to follow us. At, at Black Men Smile? At Black Men Smile everywhere. On all platforms. All platforms. Okay. It's um, Black Men Smile. And um, because 10 years, 2024, be 10 years of doing this. I mean, that's a long time to yep. be highs, lows. Everything. Man, I've seen some, I've experienced some loss. 
um, this year is as great as the expectation is. Uh, you know, I, 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 I could not have experienced a greater loss in my life mm -hmm. um, than I did this year. And yet, um, you know, God is good. And we're going into this, we're going into this 10 year with some, some major things that are going to happen. Um, I don't know when this podcast is going to be released, but um, maybe when it does, I'll be able to share or you'll be able to see something that will be hard for you to miss. Ooh. Oh, yeah. talk about a tease. Yeah. You can't even miss this one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you ain't gonna be able to miss it. Uh 10 years. And that and that's and that's just how God made this timing work. Yeah. Um but yeah, we have some amazing things happening um coming up on the horizon for 2024. Congratulations. And what, a, what a time to celebrate 10 years of just resilience. Yeah. Um, and you worthy of it, bro. You worthy of um, all that you are seeking. That which you're seeking is also seeking, seeking you. you. Yeah. And uh, man, I give thanks, bro. I appreciate you for having me. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that we still. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We 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 still. I see you, bro. Hmm. I see you. You motivate. You know. You talk about whether it comes from within or without. Man, it, it it's both. And I'm gonna tell you, one of the outside places um, is seeing people like you, bro. Do your thing. I see you, and I'm and I'm and I'm 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 motivated and inspired by you. Same. So thank you. Same, yeah. Thank you, bro. We're gonna check out. We're just gonna close our eyes on that note. I'm gonna let that sink all the way in. You take that in for yourself as well. You are seen. You are appreciated. You are valued. <sighs> you deserve it. I'm just gonna take a deep breath in through the nose in three, two, one. Hold out. Hold in. Hold. Relax, relax, relax. Out. Relax your face, relax your jaw. Relax your shoulders. Hold. In. Hold. Relax and breathe in some more air. And now blow it all out as big as you can. Man, hold. And that regular breath in. <sighs> Thank y'all so much. It's been a beautiful, beautiful year. This is the We Are The Ones podcast. We are the ones we've been waiting for. Thank you to all my guests, Carlton. Thank you so much. I couldn't imagine ending on a higher note, a better time. Um, yeah, who knows what's next, but we, we will be back soon uh, with more dynamic guests, conversations, gifts for y'all. Uh, this has been an absolute pleasure. I just want to shout out Just Pod Movement. Thank you so much for producing the podcast and making this a possibility and a reality. Thank you for everybody who's pulled up to Pond City Market in Atlanta or visited us online. Um, on that note, make sure you like, make sure you comment, make sure you subscribe, make sure you give somebody some love, including yourself. 
but we'll catch y'all next time. Bam, take us out. But to go after our dreams. It ain't really hard as it seems. And even if it is, then we can do the hard things. I'm alive and I'm well. Even in the darkness, we prevail. Never put my greatness on a scale. Nobody can outweigh that. I did it to myself and it's the payback. Spinning wheels for this fortune, what you say, Jack? I'm different now. We different now. I'm soaring high. We lifted now. Speaking with more diction. Moving with conviction. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the ones we've been waiting for. Found everything I needed. Me don't need to look no more. Mm -hmm. We are the ones we've been waiting for. Water in my seeds that I planted just to watch me. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We the ones. Uh, Derek Miner, first song that you heard. Mm -hmm. Philadelphia. You had him on the show? No, we haven't had him on the show yet. But he did a he did a 